Are the pyramids tombstones of giants? Did the Big Bang actually create the universe? Or will the Big Bang end the universe? All these questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life. Welcome to the podcast. I'm going to be your host for today, Rory Magical Powers. Joined by my paranormal pal and co-host, Fast Eddie Johnson. (laughs) Muggle, (laughs) Kit Greer. Uh, how, how are you doing today, Kit? Not too shabby. I think that second one, not so paranormal, more scientific. <laughs> right, well, you know, paranormal has a basis in science. They say, what, are the, what is that phrase where it's like, uh-huh. to, to the, the uneducated mind, science is magic. <laughs> yeah, that's Wait, exactly that's not right. paranormal either. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I mean, you're, yeah, more or less uh, disproving. No, no, I remember it now. To the uneducated mind, science are aliens yeah no Science, that, that, yeah. that's exactly right yeah to, the uneducated to, mind to harry dums. potter's bigfoot <laughs> so on today's podcast yes sir i'm just gonna get stuck right in here okay? really this has been one of I my actually <laughs> wanted to i just wanted to raise a few okay a few things real quick uh, though because few... usually this is the whole thing about okay our no, podcast it, is that it, we it, just get it, straight it, into it it will be quick i've just got just jesus like, christ he's a bag of props i've got yeah I mean, I've just got a few ideas. Is that a I deck of to, cards? To run by. Yeah, no, it's actually tarot card. I wanted to do a reading and then bring right. up. Right, okay. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. why don't we save this for the end of the podcast? I mean, I mean, I thought we could just get it out of the there way, you know. so much stuff in that bag. Yeah, no, 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 no there is. I've got, uh, well, what would you like to talk about first? I've got. There's I've something got, moving in there. No, 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 no. I, you're mistaken, Roy. Is that a fucking snake? Did you bring a snake? No, I, I'm, I'm a tamer. I'm qualified. Put it tamer. down. It I, looks really hungry. Tamer. I mean, I was put it. Oh, jeez, oh. it's loose. It's loose. <laughs> so again, as we said on this podcast, we like to get straight into the point. Uh, rarely off topic. Today, we're going to be talking about one of mankind's greatest achievements. Mm. They said we couldn't do it, kid. But we broke free uh-huh. from the pull of this planet, and we landed on the moon, baby. Oh, yeah. Let's have some fanfare. That's some good stuff. We did it. I mean, we didn't specifically. But humans. We, we deserve half the moon. I mean, I don't feel like, you know, I, don't, I just don't feel like you should be taking any credit for, you know, there's a lot of smart well, people. Well, as and- you'll uh, find out, I don't think anyone should be taking any oh. credit for the fake ass shit <laughs> that <laughs> went took place. So fast to give away the premise. <laughs> wonder what this podcast is about. <laughs> uh, so now, as we know, there's a lot of people, maybe myself, that uh-huh. believe it was faked. Really? That America never actually landed on the moon. And who did? Well, I'm not only here to investigate whether or not the moon landing is real. Okay. But I'm also investigating whether we were the only ones on that moon. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. So you think we didn't have... You think we didn't go, but you also think some How someone else I was make there. This any clearer? We may or may not have gone, and while uh-huh. we may not have been there, there might have been other people. Yeah. Get this into your skull. I feel like <laughs> this isn't even a conspiracy. It's just confusing. <laughs> I feel like if you can't convince me who's on your side, like the listeners have just tuned out by now. Look, let's just let's get stuck in. Okay. Maybe it'll become clearer to you. Uh, as we get stuck in. <laughs> now, I've done a lot of research. It's not just me. <laughs> puzzled by this. Go on. I've done a lot of research, but I'm going to remain impartial throughout <laughs> throughout this entire investigation. I want you to know I'm not on either side. I'm open-minded about whether this fake-ass shit went down or not. So let's get ready. Let's... Oh, I got... Let's... 
buckle our seatbelts, get oh, ready yeah. to blast off. Oh, yeah. Because this may very well be our biggest investigation yet. Welcome Are to this paranormal real? life. All right, let's get stuck into this bad let's boy. We're going back to July 16th, 1969. Wow. Apollo 11 left the NASA launch pad and headed off into the cosmos. My God. I'm going to have fun with the soundscape on this one. This is be <laughs> you totally real. forget. It's just <laughs> Cat meows and his random sound effects. Within 30 minutes, the crew had left the Earth's orbit and was on their way to what's popularly referred to by blind sheep as the moon. Again, <laughs> impartial, totally impartial, not on either side. That's what people call uh. it. On July 20th, the Eagle lunar shuttle disconnected from the command module and descended onto the cold, empty surface of the spaceship. I mean moon. <laughs> moon. It wasn't long before the Eagle had landly land. Mm. <laughs> the eagle was landly. It wasn't long before the eagle had landed safely on the surface. Touchdown. Of the moon. Of the yes. Quotation yeah. marks. Okay. The moon. Once landed, everything normal so far. Once landed, Neil Armstrong opened the hatch and became the first man to allegedly step foot. <laughs> On the moon. After Neil allegedly opened the hatch and allegedly looked out. Uh, once on the planet, Neil Armstrong said his famous line that we all know today. It's a one small step for man. He didn't stutter. Imagine he stuttered. It's a one step small. Shit. He's on like live television. Yeah. live. One, one big leap for step time to. They're like the lack of oxygen is getting to his brain. One steep step for part. His parents, his parents at home, stop watching Timmy. Uh, Neil is now floating off into the abyss, unconscious. Imagine if, like, if it had happened, like that moment, you know, was broadcast across the world. Yeah, and just as soon as the close up, you know, of him just setting foot on the lunar surface, just a moon beast just. <laughs> Well, you know, is that... I don't know why I chuckled at that. Is that beyond the realms of possibility? Well, let's find out. Let's find out. All right, you're the expert. He says his line, which is powerful stuff, Mr. Armstrong. Uh-huh. Fun fact. Uh, he actually said one small step for a man. Mm. But there was a cut out in the broadcast. Some interference over the comms that made it sound like one small step for man. Mm. But the actual quote That's is That's really interesting. That's some good it is, trivia. isn't it? Because it kind of doesn't really make sense otherwise, does no. it? I like, guess like one small step for Matt. No, because then... No, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't really at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so both astronauts do a lot of work up there, gather samples, take photos. They even had a phone call. Wow. With, with the president? With current president, Richard Nixon, live oh, on TV. That's insane. What would you say to them? Well, guys, <laughs> uh, is it nice? <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know shit about space. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Can you breathe? No, you obviously can't breathe. That'd be insane. You guys know about Watergate? Does that reach the moon? Is that why you called us? What did you call us for? So after they were done, both astronauts packed up and returned to Earth. They splashed down in the ocean where they were rescued and then, as was protocol at the time, went through 21 days of quarantine. Then uh, killed and replaced with clones. <laughs> right, who then lizards. The earth, yeah, pretending to be Neil yeah. Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Isn't that really cool that at one point we actually thought there could have been like a moon pathogen 
that could have mm. wiped out humanity unless properly quarantined. Pretty cool, all right. Yeah. yeah. Not not everyone knows that's like that's like uh today that's even like a big thing is quarantine and like biohazard of things going into space. They have to like scrub those things down and like build them in vacuums and stuff like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, because we have whole like international laws about we can't send like bacteria or anything into space in case it like yeah ruins the ecosystem of like the lack of an ecosystem in space basically so despite all of this evidence Mm -hmm. all the footage all the logs all the photos there's many people that believe the entire mission is fake i have a moon pie in my bag (laughs) one of your props snake (laughs) actually might have eaten it It might have eaten it i don't think that's actual proof i don't think think that's that's proof you're saying you're telling me that that moon pie (laughs) that i bought isn't moon pie I Why once ate powdered ice cream, and you're telling me the moon is fake? <laughs> Bullshit. Food. I forgot that. <laughs> Have you ever had astronaut food? Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Look, guys, I'm going to save you the time of buying astronaut food by saving you a big old discovery. It doesn't float. Okay? <laughs> That's why I bought the ice cream in the first place. So I bought a year's supply <laughs> of astronaut food. It turned up and that stuff does not float. It was actually heavy as shit. <laughs> the delivery was extortionate. Delivery man, not even an astronaut. The Amazon guy turns up at your door, you're dressed in like head to toe 1969 replica astronaut wear. Uh, are you the guy that... Oh, One small me. step for man. <laughs> Just sign the sheet, sir. <laughs> One giant snack for mankind. I will uh, shine it now with my pen that you can use in space. The ink isn't affected. <laughs> Total NASA memorabilia. Actually, yeah, I did go to the... You ever been to the Getty... No, what's it called? What's the observatory called in LA? I can't remember. And I was yeah, literally there months ago. Yeah. It's they, lovely. They do sell like um, like lots of NASA... Astronaut food? Sorry, someone might. <laughs> space cakes. <laughs> That's not what space cakes are. But they did sell, like, uh, um, yeah, they sell, like, NASA memorabilia, including, like, a kind of, yeah, space suit, but I don't, I don't know if it actually worked. They sold a space suit? Yeah, but I think it was, like, for more for kids, like... Oh, like okay, the, okay. Yeah, Halloween night. Okay. Anyway, I'll stop. I digress. Despite all of this evidence, a lot of people think it's fake. They talk about a lot of different examples. They say the flag is waving, despite no wind. There's no stars in the sky, despite the black space around them. Uh-huh. And many other things like transmission times and just sheer plausibility for that, that era and time. Yeah. I mean... And I guess it's the idea as well. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, because I am. I will. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. <laughs> it took a while to go back to the moon, didn't it? Yes. Because we... <laughs> you, you don't even know the basic amount of people... Sorry, I don't know when all these fake operations took place. Because uh, I think that was something people say, is is there like bullshit we went in 1969 because we don't really do it very often now. Yeah. We never do it now. Yeah. We'll, we'll get on to this. We'll get okay, on to this. Okay. Okay. Um, but one of the most interesting debates is about the broadcast itself. The broadcast of the moon landing. Yes. Okay, so the first landing that we ever did, which is Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin. Yes, sir. Used slow scan television. Yes. That was incompatible with commercial TV. Mm. So it had to be displayed on a special monitor and a conventional TV camera filmed the projection. Right, okay. 
which you know obviously significantly reduced the quality of the picture yeah so all the footage from the moon landing that was broadcast on tv the ones that you see yes are actually a film camera recording a monitor that's of insane. the footage wow. that's all we've seen okay so that's, that's already crazy. a little God, weird how bad were they like av back then right like you can send a dude to the moon he can have a phone call <laughs> with the president but you can't film it that's insane you can't broadcast this isn't like isn't that like an annoying stat that people give they're like did you know that the technology that sent people to the moon in 1969 is actually in like a calculator today and it's like this shit can't go to the moon <laughs> so it's not no you don't what understand is- like the microchips used could actually like power a small town <laughs> he's hovering no. on a <laughs> tiny calculator he's standing on i'm like oh shit mouthfuls You're of right. powdered ice cream <laughs> All right, so get this, okay? Hit me. That's the broadcast that everyone saw. But Mm. obviously, they recorded the footage that they had captured while they were up there, Mm -hmm. the slow scan footage. Now, these recordings, the original slow scan sources from the lunar surface, were accidentally destroyed (laughs) during a routine magnetic tape reuse at NASA. NASA! Magnetic tape reuse. NASA... That is why, that is why Obama, Trump, they need they needed to start funding this thing Jesus. through the notes because they, they were having to, you know, whenever you're a kid and you run out of like, oh my God, our listeners won't even remember VHS. But whenever you would run out of space on your VHS tapes, you would have to re-record over them. That's what NASA is doing with the moon landing. I, that, that's like taping over your wedding, <laughs> but on the moon. <laughs> the moon wedding. <laughs> This, Are you kidding me? It's unbelievable. You just sent three men to the moon to walk on another planet, and then you tape over the footage? <laughs> bullshit, I call bullshit. This is the biggest BS bomb I'm dropping on this podcast. I've in- I'm investigating this right now, and I'm calling this baloney. Okay, we've said, I mean, we're like 13 minutes into the podcast. You really need to, you can't end it here. <laughs> I made a little tick here in my notes saying, be careful at this point in the podcast, you don't sound like you're screaming this as you get dragged out of the NASA headquarters by security. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. You're telling me you just taped over it. Where are these magnets you speak of? I like the idea of... Ice cream in my pockets. I've got a trail behind me as I get dragged out. I thought I could use it as a smoke bomb if I had to escape. I like the idea as well. Like, what what did they tape over it with? I like the idea of some, like, NASA exec, and he didn't realize he was taping over it. It's like an embarrassing, like, selfie cam version of him, like, okay, just going to check out my new uh, putt stroke. And he's, like, golfing in his office. Like, yeah. yeah, it looks pretty good. Oh, God. And then it's like when they get the footage back and they're screening it in front of all the executives. It's like, this is it, boys. <laughs> like 200 million in government investment yeah. it's just Steve like dancing to Shakira in his office or something oh, Shakira Shakira so <laughs> I don't know why he's Sean Connery <laughs> Shakira Shakira <laughs> oh baby when you talk like that you make the spaceman go mad <laughs> that's one small dance for man one giant boogie from mankind. <laughs> and he's watching this surrounded by other executives. That was a poor choice. <laughs> poor choice of song. <laughs> oh. 
Okay, okay. Now, while a lot of people believe this is to cover up the fact that they never landed on the moon, okay. what if it's to cover up something else? <laughs> what if that higher resolution slow scan source accidentally revealed something huge? That mm. they weren't alone when they landed on the moon. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. Not long ago, the Russian government called for an international investigation into the U.S. moon landings. This was in regards to missing samples and photos that were never released to the public. Okay. Now, claims from Russia, you gotta take with a grain of salt, obviously, because as we know, yeah. Russia were competing against the of U.S. Course, of course, uh, In the they're, space they're, race. They're butthurt, but they didn't get there. They didn't get there first. Yes, they're, they're saying, give America. us some of those moon rocks. <laughs> Uh, this this could be a way of seizing their <laughs> want some ice cream. <laughs> We've got all the characters reversed here. It's like, guys, it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's basically chalk. I like the idea of like at some sort of space conference, <laughs> the NASA like scientists facing off against Russian scientists, and they're like, mm, "This space ice cream is so good." They're like, "Shut up! It's definitely not. I can see it from here. It's not delicious." Oh, it reminds me of that time. Remember Buzz when we were on the moon? Oh, oh. Shit, you always love to bring up the moon. <laughs> moon, 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 moon. This, moon that. That's all you talk about. <laughs> so obviously, we'll take that that investigation with a grain of salt Mm. but also there are dozens of former nasa employees and respected military officers that all claim nasa is hiding something from us really something they discovered when they landed on the moon really years ago in a documentary examining the case bob dean a united states army command sergeant major that's just a list of titles. That's insane. That's, I mean, they're all pretty high up as well. Uh, he claimed that he knew that more footage existed and that it had been hidden all these years. Wow. This is part of his quote. Again, I don't know how much of a redneck uh, Bob Dean is, mm. but I'm going to go ahead and give him a redneck voice. Yeah, let's just go crank it up. This, this is what uh, Bob Dean said. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my government, NASA... Which many of us in the United States say stands for never a straight answer. (laughs) Proceeded to erase 40 rolls of film of the Apollo program. The flight to the moon, the flight around the moon, the landings on the moon, the walking guys here and there. They erased for Christ's sake 40 rolls of film of those events. Now we're talking about several thousand individual frames that were taken that the so-called authorities determined you and I didn't have the right to see. I've become furious. <laughs> so Bob Dean. Wow. The the United States Army Command Sergeant Major. Wow. Has said this officially in a statement. Is it trust that sounds like a trustworthy guy, right? Yeah, I guess. If you don't want to believe him, Similar claims by NASA employees have also surfaced. Another source is former NASA employee Ken Johnson. Now, he was also a Marine and an F-4 pilot as well as a NASA employee. Wow. Working as the chief lunar module test pilot at the Manned Spacecraft Center in Houston. No shit. Yeah, so, like, he's testing that thing. He's putting a lot of man hours into this. He wants to know what went on. Yeah, he deserves that. And, you know, these are people that you think you'd be able to trust. They work at NASA. They've worked on, like, lunar projects before. So, in a documentary regarding the moon landing, he told a very different story about what happened when they landed on the moon. Oh, 
I'm waiting at any minute now for a red sniper dot to appear on the side of my head. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> Put down the notes, Rory. <laughs> I've noticed you're wearing a NASA jacket this whole time. <laughs> so the lead up of the story is the same. Buzz and Neil descend towards the moon's surface and land safely. Allegedly. Uh, as soon as they land, they leave their ship, and this is where the story changes, Kit. Okay. After a few moments of broken communication, Neil decides he has to switch to the medical channel, and they spoke directly with the chief medical officer, clearly down the line. He simply said, Uh, they're here, they're parked on the side of the crater, they're watching us. So right. let me just back, backtrack for the audience and for me. Yep. This is this is the, the NASA um, employee's account. Yes, this is the NASA employee's account of what yes. actually happened. The, 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 the test, um, the, the, mod, like, the rover test guy. Yeah, so it's interesting to note that the actual broadcast of landing on the moon, NASA obviously, one of the reasons people think that this is fake is because NASA never in a million years would risk the idea of a tragedy on national television because yeah. it's bad press, bad publicity, they'll get less funding by the government, it could yeah. be a disaster. So the actual moon landing and a lot of the events that take place were never broadcast, but stepping out onto the moon was, you know, the the bits uh. that were safe and registered and they knew that okay. nothing was going to go wrong. Sure. Those are the bits that are broadcast. So they're saying this is when they actually first went out into the moon. Okay. There was a break in the regular comms channel. So Neil had to switch to the medical channel to get a clear line. Mm. This is where he said about these figures watching them from the side of the crater. Mm. This new story alone is pretty strange. It's easy to be skeptical. <laughs> but in 1994, Neil Armstrong gave a cryptic speech at the White House while celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Apollo 11 mission. Mm. We're going to listen to that speech right Please. now and dissect it. Dissect any little bits Absolutely. that we can get from them. Let's read between the space lines and see what we can get. They're real. <laughs> Let me start by saying that. <laughs> so when we landed up on the moon, <coughs> they're real. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, pretty dark up there. Aliens are real. Uh... <laughs> Subtle. He's a subtle man. <laughs> you sly dog. Today we have with us uh, a group of students among America's best. To you, we say we have only completed a beginning. We leave you much that is undone. There are great ideas undiscovered. Breakthroughs available to those who can remove one of truth's protective layers. That was nothing. What are you talking about? He just said. No, I'm I mean, sorry. That last line I'm was sorry. that last line was pretty good. Yeah, that's the line. That's the line that everyone talks about. <laughs> I was expecting so much more. Do you think he's going to be slowly putting on an alien mask or something? <laughs> he said, "He said for those who can remove truth's protective layer." Yeah. Why say that? Yeah. Why I, say I, that? I, I just an anniversary. Mean. Why? He's like stuttering. Is like you have to remove truth's protective layer. Yeah. He's obviously talking about the government and their protective lair. Honestly, I thought you'd be more on board with this. I thought you'd be on board. <laughs> okay. No, that, okay. I'll, I'll give it to you. I mean, that was a little bit weird. Right. Not. Is that indicative 
that the entire moon landing was a lie and they withheld <laughs> they withheld knowledge of aliens existence i don't think we can go that far i would also say the same but you and I did another investigation on this podcast, yes, sir. which was the ancient aliens and trying right. to discover the metal library. Yes. We know what happens to Neil Armstrong. This is a man who was one of the first people on the moon, gives cryptic yeah. speeches yeah. about that adventure, yeah. and later on in life goes on a hunt for ancient slabs buried in caves all across the world for ancient alien tablets. It is true. This is a man who clearly believes that there's something out there. It is. Why? Because he's seen them. I mean, because (laughs) it is interesting that you take astrophysicists today. Yeah. And they are quite pessimistic. And people like cards and bitches. (laughs) Take Brian Cox or someone like that. Or even Neil deGrasse. Biggest coward there is. (laughs) Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yep. Coward Tyson. (laughs) Mike the card Tyson, <laughs> as they call him. Who else? Um, Name more, baby. I, 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 uh, uh, Michio Kaku. Yep. Uh, Mitchell Kakpu. The ca- <laughs> Cactus Pantspu. He, I mean, I don't know if he's an astrophysicist, but these people are generally quite pessimistic about the existence of alien life right. in the, in the like, having visited Earth and things like that. But experts, they may be, the guy who has gone to the moon, the guy who's been there, the guy who's actually been to space, gone there, stood on another terrestrial orbiting death ship, I mean, moon. (laughs) Moon, obviously. He totally believed that it was possible. Yeah. And he went hunting for it. And if that doesn't say something, then I don't know know what does. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you that. Okay, that's one point then, is what you're trying to say. (laughs) Not that I'm keeping score. Yeah, I I don't. (laughs) Just draw on that whiteboard there. (laughs) Really laboriously long and loud. (laughs) Now, obviously, Neil Armstrong is just one of two men to set foot on the moon. And while Neil has hunted for ancient alien slabs and given cryptic speeches, Buzz Aldrin has massively tried to separate himself from the conspiracy theorists. Interesting. Uh, I've actually got a clip from a documentary of him talking about it. And it's hilarious because it was obviously very nice of him to come on and do this documentary. Right. And then right after the narrator just massively disrespects him wow. <laughs> in the cuts. It's really funny. Damn. It's really funny. So I'm, I'm going to play it now because you're okay. going to want to hear this clip. <laughs> I can't believe he agreed to come on a show called Aliens on the Moon 2014. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think this documentary is called Aliens on the Moon. And if you are interested in any of this, you should watch this. This is where I got a lot of my research from. And it's pretty cool. interesting. Um, but obviously, they, the narrator has come in once they've filmed all the interviews. So he's just working with whatever they're saying. So, yeah, just check this out. Okay. Maybe that's one reason why Buzz Aldrin, when asked to view photos containing potential alien structures, refused to do so, suggesting that others at NASA had that responsibility. No, wait a minute. Don't you think the people who designed the camera sent it out as an experiment when the pictures came back? They looked at them to see if there was anything unusual, and they didn't find anything if they had. Either we got some people who were scared to talk about it or they're withholding evidence. Uh, and, and that's not what science is about. Science is Smart about making a lot of sense. Yeah. informing people what evidence <laughs> has been found. 
and those are experts. But how can any <laughs> explain away this startling photo shot by the Apollo 11 astronauts? There's nothing there. What appears to be a gigantic flying saucer <laughs> on the lunar surface. It looks distinctly artificial. <laughs> With some sort of machine ridges or indentions running all they didn't listen at all that are almost decorative in appearance. <laughs> it's like they're literally just going like, mm hmm, yeah, yeah. But how can you explain this? Yeah, it's like 17 it's, photos. Yeah. <laughs> choo, 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 like flashy oh lights. How good is that? He After such, such a like, such a measured response. So, so good. Just so, like, like mm -hmm, respectful. Mm -hmm. And the UFO, sir? <laughs> how do you explain that? The guy has a point because. <clears throat> There's definitely a right. A flaw. There was a UFO in the. Oh, you meant that's not Buzz. Yeah. Right. Well, he had a, like he had a point, but the point was the disc that was in there in the debris. I mean, how can you say? <laughs> how do you dispute that? <laughs> I love the way they're like. How can you dispute? It's like he just did. I mean, he was on the moon. <laughs> yes, he was there. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has a point that there's a weird like. As he says, either people are withholding evidence mm -hmm. or there's nothing. That, it's like if there was something that they were withholding from us, they would never have released those photos. Yeah. You know, it's like a weird thing where it's like, okay, all the NASA experts have reviewed these photos and released them to the public. And people are like, well, I think these eggheads of NASA didn't even look twice at these photos. Otherwise, they would have seen these gigantic pyramids. <laughs> I love that the NASA people are like... Imagine if we'd sent them the actual photos. <laughs> it's just like alien barbecues and stuff. Now, one of the biggest arguments people have to prove that aliens live on the moon uh -huh. are suspicious-looking structures that have been found in photographs and scans over all the years. Yeah. We just got a glance at a couple of them in this documentary. But Kit, there's so many. And I brought some with me today that I'm going to share with you. Just a couple examples, okay? Okay. okay. Do you believe that this... You edited that video. <laughs> you interviewed Buzz. <laughs> you yes, think so. that is natural? I mean, why not? Look at the shape of it. <laughs> so How the... could you possibly explain Jesus. this man Take made... Take your hands off my throat. Uh, so for those at home, Roy has uh, sent me a picture of the lunar surface in black and white. Mm -hmm. And there is a very dramatic red outline around what seems to be some kind of um, unusual rock formation. Now, I will say for clarity, that red line is not on the lunar surface. That has been added retrospectively to highlight the artifact. By a <laughs> lunar expert. <laughs> I am also a lunar expert as well, by, by the way, as well as a paranormal investigator. <laughs> Sorry, just wanted to put that in there. Just because you have pockets full of space Please subscribe to this lunar life. <laughs> this moon life. <laughs> Look, if those aren't enough... These two are even more convincing. Okay. Specifically, the one on the bottom is, I think, perhaps one of the most famous um, of the artifacts that we found on the moon, which is essentially, there's multiple scans of it. And what yeah. it essentially looks like is an exhaust pipe. Uh, yeah, that's unusual. Um, definitely. And it's definitely in comparison, I would agree, to the like surrounding imagery is very obvious. Craters, um, blank landscape. And this top image you've given me as well, yeah, there does seem to be some sort of unusual rectangular sort of construct. Yeah. Um, which is not at all in line with the things surrounding it. And I will say, Buzz Aldrin is obviously very skeptical of all of this, but he has actually said before that he 
uh, while he doesn't believe it, he does know uh, fellow professionals in that right. area that believe very strongly that a lot of these artifacts are man-made. Really? And he's he's just like, I don't agree with it, but these are people that I really respect, uh, like all of their work, and they teach professionally, and they are very, like, they're like, it's indisputable that these really? are Really? Like, so man-made. there are academics or NASA employees who believe in man-made structures on the moon? 100%. That's yeah. very bizarre. I did not expect that. No, yeah. This isn't just like crazy people searching on Google Moon, which is a real thing, by the way, Google Moon. <laughs> I'm not sure making that up. You can explore the lunar surface on Google Moon. Okay, cool. We're gonna do, we'll do that at the end of the podcast on our way out. <laughs> Uh, no, this, guys, this, subscribe at this lunar life <laughs> this lunar life patreon will be launching this month we i launched that before we launch our patreon <laughs> at the end of i'm this. actually making 20k for my <laughs> rocket rolling credits like kit we'd love to have you as a guest on this lunar life honestly <laughs> i love that you like make fun of it and you're like oh so how's it going it's like man i have buzz on <laughs> what <laughs> yeah aldrin he came on i ripped him <laughs> ripped him a new one He's like, look, all I'm saying is I was on the surface. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And this, you can explain, sir? I think that's Will Smith in Men in Black. <laughs> so I know what you're thinking. Obviously, after yes. seeing these photos, these lunatics, get mm-hmm. it? Moon lunatics? Uh-huh. Are just nobodies with too much time on their hands, right. intricately studying low-res moon pictures. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much exactly what I'm thinking for once. Well, someone will disagree with you, Kit. And that is Dr. John Brandenburg, uh-huh. who is a former deputy manager of what's known as the Clementine Mission. Now, he was in charge of mapping and investigating the entire surface of the moon. He said, the mission I was... Hmm, I should do a voice for him. Yeah. I'm going to do like a NASA egghead. Okay, cool, cool. <clears throat> Uh, the, the the mission that I was a part of was um, to basically investigate whether uh, someone was building bases on Get the moon. Get a girlfriend. <laughs> I tried <laughs> building uh, bases on the moon that the government um, didn't know about. He was actually employed at NASA to scan the moon in case anyone was building bases on it. Wow. There was a time where even the government thought that there could be not even aliens, but other countries yeah, building moon bases, lunar bases. I mean... That is like a theory, isn't it? Like a Chinese moon base. I think people yeah. still talk about that today. Now, this sounds really cool. This is where we might lose him a bit. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> not only did he investigate moon photos, but actual video footage of alien space wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, I know you're going to be skeptical. <laughs> That's why I wouldn't have brought it up. If I didn't have video footage oh, of the okay. space I'm war, I'm glad okay? you said. I'm glad you said. All right, hit me up. This no. is a very multi uh, multimedia one. Yeah, this well, is good. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. I, like it. I, I do have a visual of this space war. Okay. And it's it's it's, 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 it's I just load up Attack of the Clones trailer. <laughs> Charge our banks in the first three seconds of the video. Yeah, that's uh, that's John there, <laughs> John Brandon Binks. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give this scientist a voice. Misa was hired. <laughs> Misa investigated moon landing. <laughs> I'm like, is there something you're not telling me about this John character? John John Binks. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Okay, well, what am I doing? Some. F- Moonland or alien <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I will say so. In this um, in this video, he actually talks about 
<laughs> these moon wars. Okay. And even I was like, okay, I've lost him as a source now. He's not credible. I can't use him in my research. And then it shows the footage that he actually watched with government officials. And you hear his testimony. And my God, if that's what... If, I, if you told me this is what video footage of an alien war looked like, yeah. I mean, this is it. I've seen really? it, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm through the, the, the looking glass. What? I'm through the telescope. Dude. You've, look, you've got to see this. If this video isn't hands down verifiable proof <laughs> that all the daily drink <laughs> oh, with moon rocks real man Rory <laughs> <laughs> you're smart as hell dude <laughs> if this isn't real <clears throat> right this podcast is over dude okay because you're you're putting your you're putting your rap my on, dick the line. on the line my god yeah over this so you're putting your moon rocks aka your balls that's on good the line. i like let's that. do this this is an hour and a half long it, i watched all of it too i'm telling this is the biggest investigation i almost stopped so many times because it became not fun anymore it became real <laughs> all right check this out there I am sitting in this room full of retired Army and Air Force generals and a few admirals, and we're watching what looks like a firefight in space. The most senior general there, an Army general, turned to me and said, where do you think they're from? And I said, I don't know, sir. I, I've heard they're from 40 light years from here. And his comment was, long supply lines. When an Army general says long supply lines, he's already thinking of, how do I deal with these people from far away? How do I make them go back to where they came from? The reaction of numerous space defense officials who I watched these movies with was a fear and astonishment. I mean, what do you think? It's true. <laughs> All of it. I'll be real with you. That, I was pretty skeptical just now because that... Looks like to the ladies and gentlemen listening at home. Right. It's quite a f uh, fuzzy kind of scanning image, like quite faded. And it, to be honest, initially looks like a shooting star zips by. Yes. That's what they're describing as a laser. Yeah. Um, I think the clincher is that what they're identifying as some sort of craft or being, um, it's traveling in a straight line, but then it sort of erratically moves out of the way of that Right. Beam. We're literally seeing an object traveling slowly through space, stop on the spot, and quickly move out of the way yeah, as a laser like or meteor yeah. jets by right where its trajectory was headed. Yeah, that's kind of interesting because, yeah, lo long story short, things, as far as we're aware, only really move in orbit in space. Right. Unless they collide or something like that. And what's mind-boggling is that it's really fun to like watch this, laugh about it, take the piss about it. But there was a point in this world's history yeah. where that man yeah. was in a room with government officials yeah. at presumably the Pentagon watching this video footage. Mm. And, then, and, and a military general <laughs> wondering how we're going to destroy it. That's, that's mind-blowing. <laughs> Probably that's, nukes. Yeah. Probably. That's crazy. This one, I mean, that was crazy enough. But another clip from this very same documentary involves Edgar Mitchell, who was a NASA astronaut who actually piloted the lunar module of Apollo 14 and was the sixth man to ever walk on the moon. Right. Again, we can probably take his word. Okay, okay. He talks a bit about his experience with footage he brought back, and it's very suspicious. Again, this is taken from the Aliens on the Moon documentary. Mm -hmm. I recommend checking it out. 
The Apollo 14 mission was a really pivotal mission. Most people don't realize that only two of the astronauts were actually walked on the surface of the moon, and the other one stayed on board in the command module and continued to circle around and around the moon and taking film strips and photographs so we were completely covering all of the, the backside of the moon. Back on Earth, the footage was shown to one of NASA's top astronomers. During the viewing, an extraordinary sequence came on screen. The command module is coming around the backside of the moon with the cameras rolling, and there's like a cluster of five little domes with light shining inside, and there was one of them that there was looked like a, a column of, of steam or something projected up from the top. So there was something really there, I can guarantee you, it was certainly something that was not a natural occurrence on the moon. But when the footage was played again the next day for NASA engineers, the key section with the mysterious domes had somehow disappeared. I took the film out, and there was no splices, there were no cuts, and all the holes lined up. That means within 24 hours, they had to have taken the film out, cut the portion out, uh, made a copy, airbrushed it out, spliced it back in, and then made a duplicate of it and had it available for him. Such accusations that NASA has routinely airbrushed out evidence of alien activity acquired during its space missions has swirled for decades. But skeptics are not so easily convinced. If a NASA photo manager... You don't listen to those skeptics. Because obviously, <laughs> obviously, NASA cut the frames out and re-exported the photos. I think we've heard enough no. from that documentary. So, <laughs> listeners at home, you can listen to the next skeptic section <laughs> and trash Rory in the comments. That was tenuous. Yeah. He's not even trying to blow anything out of proportion. I mean, this is a man who walked on the moon, piloted one of the lunar modules, and he was like, yeah, I saw some footage and it was kind of suspicious, and then the next time I saw it, it was gone. Mm. He's not saying, that obviously means there's aliens. He's just saying... This was a weird occurrence that happened. I mean, it would have been pretty amateur if there was like, just <laughs> like tape yeah, over, yeah. Yeah, like a little like band aid around this. It jumped like 20 frames. <laughs> We're not even on the, it goes from the moon to earth. <laughs> There's a jump cut. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, in cart in those old time cartoons and it's like scene missing yeah. <laughs> across the screen. Yeah. Granted, this guy is, as they mentioned, top brass. He's been on the moon. Yes, he, he has. His stuff. Uh, he knows what he saw, but right it's he hard to place all this stock in what he's saying. That are you he... about to disrespect an astronaut? I'm sorry. I just want to before you say anything. I just want to make sure that you're about to disrespect a f-ing astronaut. Just so you're clear. Listen, everyone knows that anyone could be an astronaut. You hippie, hippie man. <laughs> You small-minded little Earth dweller. Anyone could do what they do. Listen, they're 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 just oh. they're just <laughs> jocks with, with, with. You ever swum? You ever swum before? That's space. That's basically that's moon physics. You ever played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on Moon Physics? That's space. They just think there's such hot shots. But uh, you know, anyone could do what they do. Anyone, listen, anyone could, anyone could fly a, a, a fighter jet. Okay, me, me or you could just hop in a fighter jet right now, and we could just fly that thing. I swear to God, it's the easiest thing. I, watched... I don't trust you in a fighter jet. Let's go, piloting right or passenger, <laughs> <laughs> faster. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, we're placing a lot of stock in what he saw with his peepers. Yep. one time. And then he's like, oh, it's weird. It wasn't there the next day, but it definitely was there because I saw it that one time. That's true. But I mean, is this something you would forget? Yeah, potentially. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. 
And he mentions mist, but haven't we like worked? Okay, stop me if I'm wrong because I definitely am. Okay, haven't we worked out that there's some like water or like ice on the moon or something? Some shit. Could that be the mist? Uh, what possibly escaping from some sort of? Yeah, like we've we've seen that on like uh, what like I don't know like Europa or Enceladus or something like that. Yeah, well, from what I know, from my very limited knowledge of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be real with you guys. <laughs> I don't know a lot of shit about space or the moon. <laughs> I, I just yell a lot. And I speak with confidence. I do believe that there is possibly some sort of exhaust from the ship, from the vessel being uh, pushed out into space. That was an uncomfortable segue, I would say. Right. Get ready for a whole bunch more of those. <laughs> Okay, okay, so we've evaluated some facts, okay? A lot of facts. A lot of different testimonies from a lot of trustworthy people. (laughs) All right, Mm -hmm. but now I think it's time to look at this logically. (laughs) If there really were... I really wish we had started there. (laughs) No, it's a whole thing. We had to go around the moon. If there's like landing on the moon, you have to go around, <laughs> behind, above, below. Again, I know landing. nothing of what it takes to land on the moon. <laughs> Much like landing on the moon. You must be quick. You must be swift. You must take her by surprise. <laughs> I don't know anything about She can smell fear. <laughs> you must breathe deep into the space of the night. Um, If there really were alien moon bases out there that posed a threat to us, Uh you think NASA and the government would do something about it? Well, perhaps, Kit, that's why on October 9th, 2009, NASA bombed the moon. (laughs) Shut the f*** up. (laughs) I flip over this table. (laughs) No! (laughs) They bombed the moon. (laughs) Explain. That's going to be... Oh, man, I really want that to be the name of this podcast, NASA Bomb the Moon. They dropped a two-ton kinetic missile that was supposed to hit with the force of 1.5 tons of TNT. Why? Well, we know why. Man, the exhausts. It's very much a Death Star situation here. <laughs> they have to fire them down, these three exhaust pipes, <laughs> and bring that sucker down. Well, I'm glad you've made, made your intentions clear in this podcast and just said the f***ing words, Death Star, because you've been beating around that for some time. I'm glad we finally got there, right as we entered the let's look at this logically stage. (laughs) First thing, Death Star. (laughs) Best part as well. This wasn't even the first case of this. Such a bad teacher. It's like, why did they do this? I think we all know why. What is? How, how do we work out Pythagoras' theorem? <laughs> I think we all know how. No. Walks out of the classroom chuckling. <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs> it's 9.03, sir. Uh, okay, please go on. This is the best part, was that this wasn't even the first case of this. Okay. In 1958, as early on as 1958. So pre-moon landing. Pre-moon landing. There was a top secret project that's been declassified now, developed by the United States Air Force, called Project A-119. <laughs> project f*** up the moon. Also known as Project Bomb the Moon. No! It was, <laughs> it was known as Project Bomb the Moon. I feel like I've lost my mind. I feel like I'm dreaming. This was an 
actual uh, project that was being developed by the United States Air Force. And the aim of the project was to detonate a nuclear bomb on the moon. That's so rude. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Russia as well were considering um, launching a hydrogen bomb Mm. at the moon as well. Holy shit. Uh, Why? Uh, I mean, it it never happened, obviously. I also love the idea of um, all the scientists and stuff being like, okay, so this is it. This is going to be the start of something huge. Is this going to Russia? Is this going to Germany? Straight up. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. The moon. (laughs) It's time to nuke the moon. (laughs) It's like, we we can't film what happens. We can't do any sort of tests. We've never been. Good. (laughs) Only we will know. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. now that i look at it your badges are just made of play-doh <laughs> um now obviously i've presented you with artifacts i've presented you with testimonies from men who have walked on the surface of the moon themselves can we just backtrack for a minute before okay. you get okay. here okay okay what is NASA's explanation for Project Bomb the Moon? Uh, well, so this wasn't uh, done with NASA. This was done with the, the oh, United uh, States apologies. Air Force. So they just wanted to test a nuke. I just want to clear that up. Well, that's what you'd think. They were, you're saying they wanted to test a nuke. I'm saying they wanted to destroy possible yeah, I, alien moon bases. Yeah, I'm saying what's there. their story. Yeah, test out okay. what a nuclear explosion would, would do to okay. the surface of the moon and in zero gravity in the vacuum of space. Okay. But obviously they wanted to eradicate the aliens that had set up a moon base to monitor the earth okay we'll get there right continue i I brought a lot of evidence a lot of testimonies from good men strong men trustworthy (laughs) men (laughs) you're the general i think (laughs) just launch the nuke just launch the nuke already i have right now one line that is indisputable proof of everything that i have said on this podcast so far impossible this has made believers of sheep this has changed lives opened eyes started cults this has made darters of thomases this has made (laughs) sheep of wolves are you ready to hear this (laughs) so neil armstrong yes obviously abbreviated neil a what is that backwards what what is neil a backwards (laughs) he dropped He's putting on his spacesuit. He's armed the nuke. Neil A. Backwards is f***ing alien. They're hiding in plain sight. They're hiding in plain sight. I rest my case. Uh, cue the music, Richard. Cue the, cue the podcast roundup music. That's how it works. <laughs> Not really proof, but I'm kind of into this funny anagram. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to argue with that, man? What? Where do you go from there? Okay, so you've, you've presented some interesting stuff today. Yeah, uh, this was, I think, the biggest research session I'd ever had. I reached that, uh, that point where it's like, this isn't fun anymore, and I'm mm. also starting to believe them. Which yeah. is the, That's the danger zone. That is the danger zone. You yeah. find yourself agreeing with anything on crystallinks.com you know you're you've gone wrong i mean so let's just get this clear before i declare it um you know real yes i declare any decision where do you come down specifically let's and you you know you don't front with us this is your reputation on the line 
This okay. is your podcast. This is your show. You've done the research and the onus is on you. Thank you. Be truthful. Thank you. So, after all of my research, it's a, a no- frustratingly middle ground conclusion. Okay. Do I believe that right now there's alien moon bases uh, functioning up there and they're monitoring us? No. Absolutely not. Okay. That's too grave and too close of a threat for, I think, people to be uninformed mm. about that. That's mm-hmm. much too close. If the probability of alien life was high, I think that's something the government can keep to themselves if we've had one-off encounters. <clears throat> yeah. But the moon is very close to us. Um, yeah. And I think that's that's too close. People and are we, watching it day and night. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're too close to that for us not to know about it. I think human civilization could continue forward with knowledge that there's some sort of life on the moon. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. think we'd be fine with that. Yeah, it's not a deal breaker. But do I think that the government and NASA have kept information privy that they've discovered on the moon? Yes. Yes, I do. Judging by missing samples, so many testimonies about edited photographs, so many different accounts by astronauts that have walked on the moon. Mm. There's enough weird stuff going on there to make me quite skeptical. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there there does seem to be... Now, Buzz was coming down on one side and he was saying, look, there's experts and this is their job. But that other gentleman who walked on the moon, he seemed to be very much of the opinion that, you know, he seemed to have a general, obviously, distrust of NASA. And, you know, it wasn't like a transparent relationship where he, you know, if he wanted to know something, despite his you know career there yeah he seemed to be saying that you there's no there's no straight answers like the like the joke that guy was saying there's exactly no straight answers you can't they, they don't just get, tell everyone everything and there definitely is i mean i don't know the legal structure of nasa or indeed the united states federal government but so far as i would understand that it's it's publicly funded by, right. the, by the usa so there would be governmental oversight over whatever is released they would ultimately have the final say absolutely if, if there was sensitive information yeah and it's one thing to to look at this as you know like funny jokes obviously people think there's you know life out on the moon that's crazy but don't forget that as we have seen that in the past and probably currently to this day there are people whose jobs it is to literally monitor space for ufos whether oh, yeah. they yeah, exist 100%. or not literally there's departments set out to monitor space and the existence of aliens which is insane it's insane yeah um so do i think that there's aliens living on the moon right now no do i think there is possibly throughout the existence of the universe something that could have lived there and maybe there's some artificial uh structures on the moon yes i believe that is possible i think that's a reasonable place to seat yourself Mm -hmm. i think there is not aliens there right now right I think it's absolutely plausible that NASA is holding something back. I do. I think the moon landing happened. Yes, I, think I also we can think get the moon that straight. Happened. I think that's important to straighten out. Yes, uh, for the moon landing deniers out there, yeah. I think it's this is a good. You know, sometimes it's good. The the smartest answer is an I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna come to a lot of those on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, with ones as important as this, absolutely. Yeah. So where are we coming down? I think we're coming down with two yeses on that there may be... Some sort of cover-up. Some sort of cover-up. Some sort of, you know, there's information being withheld. There could be some artificial structures on the moon. That's coming straight 
from the two professional paranormal investigators right here on This Paranormal Life. Yeah. Um, if you want more information, you should definitely check out uh, that documentary, which is Aliens on the Moon. Mm. It's great. There's a lot of uh, garbage in it as well. Cool, zooming cool. into pixelated photos cool. and them screaming, but how do you explain this? Mm. And it's a crater. <laughs> Followed by a NASA expert explaining it. Yeah, like this is a crater. Mm-hmm. And this... <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening to this big-ass episode of uh, This Paranormal Life. If you would like to support the show, we don't have a Patreon. So tell your friends, tell your family. That's right. Spread the word if you know anyone that likes paranormal stuff. We have been joking recently about starting a Patreon and the possible <laughs> pledge tiers that we could do for it. Because mm-hmm. I want to do like a hashtag investigate t-shirt. 100%. I think that's quite cool. Or like a mug, mm. or like a hip flask. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, and then we joked about maybe making our own This Paranormal Life cursed dolls. Mm-hmm. That could be a tier. You know, we will curse the shit out of them before we send them to you. Absolutely. <laughs> we piss all over them. What is it? What are they made with? <laughs> Uh, the the uh, oh, liquid human. of the dead. Liquid of the dead. They're Mar- made with Lombardi. Lombardi. <laughs> That'll be like liquid of the fifty dollars a month. You get a free bottle of Lombardi. <laughs> One bottle a month of Lombardi. <laughs> uh, so I mean, that's in the future. We'll let you guys know if we ever change our minds on that kind of stuff. But as always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's been an absolute blast. I think this podcast has been out of this world. Okay, that's, that's enough. Uh, join us next Tuesday for a brand new paranormal tale. Thank you and goodbye. Ciao. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.